0: This show is brought to you by K Jewelers. Listen up, NFL fans. K just dropped a collection of officially licensed NFL jewelry. Shop your favorite team in the True Fans Fine Jewelry Collection at K.com slash truefans. Gear up for the season and celebrate the love of the game with K. Wounded Warrior Project is working to foster the most successful generation of veterans in our nation's history. One of the ways they do that is through adaptive sports. Veterans are some of the most resilient people on the planet. It's not about what you can't do after experiencing injury or illness. It's about tapping into what you can do. Learn more about how Wounded Warrior Project's adaptive sports programs are changing lives at www.woundedwarriorproject.org/sports. This is a podcast from Minute Media. It's about to go Welcome into another episode of the Buffalo nerd this year home for Buffalo bills football with a charity on top brought to you by minute media and fan Sided. This is going to be the divisional round preview show. Uh, we kind of skipped the phase report this week uh, because when you're excellent on all three phases, basically um, it's not much to talk about. Uh, so I thought I'd highlight a little bit of it here in the preview uh, just so we can remember how much fun it was dominating the new England Patriots in the first round of the playoffs. I mean, just an Epic performance. Uh, There was tons of tension prior to this. um, So it was very exciting game leading up to it. You know, the division foes, uh, new England's owned us, you know, typically in the past. So very exciting to come out and just dominate that team. Historic numbers offensively. Uh, Micah Hyde just, one of the most beautiful interceptions ever um, is that ball went up and I was watching that play unfold. I'm like, that's a touchdown. And then he just came out of nowhere and just made an incredible play. Uh, the defense was dominant yet again. I mean, just all cylinders were firing. We had talked about in the preview show leading up to it, execute a uh, little more than execution is what they did out there against new England and dominated and officially kind of, Took the reins, I would say, with that performance that we are going to be the team that they are now going to have to try to beat compared to how it's been in the past. But, like I said, it was a, a, a beautiful game. They scored some late crap points and things of that nature, but the defense played high level. Uh, we came out of it pretty healthy, so that's a huge plus. Um, you know. And it was just a great win in front of the Mafia which hadn't happened in a long time with a packed house. So exciting stuff to see and the momentum that you're looking for. uh, I think you send a message with that victory saying we're here, we're ready and we got a place to go. Now, before we do get into all of the kind of preview of what's going to happen this weekend in the divisional realm, uh, like we do every week on the show, we are going to highlight another charity. So it just felt like I absolutely had to highlight this charity after just the incredible play that Micah High play Micah High play head in that game i mean just it was gorgeous uh, one of the most beautiful plays i've seen you know in just a miraculous thing but not only is he second team all pro um i think we can debate that uh he's awesome dude off the field so i wanted to highlight the Imagine for Youth organization. So it's Micah Hyde and his wife. Um, you know, they started this organization back as a school project in college. Uh, and it's transformed into, you know, this organization that's about helping kids, the youth, you know, make sure they're edu- educated, educated, excuse me. You know, they're out there being active. I um, mean, you're in football camps. They do different programs. There's ways to donate. You know, they're in four or five different states doing all these different things. So Micah Hyde is just a stellar dude. I mean, and if you... If you go and you listen to him, you know, kind of in the post-game press conferences and things like that, he's just he's just like exactly what you want representing your football team. Right? I mean, he's a class act all the time. He he you know, he attributes, you know, to their hard work and he talks about the players that are around him. You know, he's just the right kind of guy and then off the field he and his wife are now also showing how high quality they are. So I wanted to, after that enormous play, I just felt like it would be a, a great opportunity to highlight his organization that, you know, he and his wife started. And that's the Imagine for Youth organization, right? So it's imagineforyouth.org. Uh, you can head over there and kind of read the story of how it started. Um, you know, they both were at Iowa going through the, you know, a business program that started this whole thing that's been impacting people's lives and is going to continue to impact people's lives for a long time to come. Come because he's you know he's a young he's a young guy still. So uh, very cool organization. Make sure you head over there and check him out if you haven't already. I wouldn't be surprised if most of you know who they are already, but I wanted to take the opportunity after that miraculous play to make sure that he was highlighted a little bit more for his off-the-field stuff, too. Now, we've seen this, we've seen this before. I mean, this is repeat, you know, AFC championship. Repeat of the week five matchup, uh, repeat of the matchup in the early season last year. This is becoming a foe. The Kansas City Chiefs are a long-term foe. And we hope to keep it that way, realistically, because they're the cream of the crop. We want to be the cream of the crop. So this is a team we should be seeing consistently. And we already know we will see them again next year uh, in the regular season, no matter what, just because how things finished out. So. You almost have to take like and just wipe the slate clean. You could go back and look at week five and how we performed. And I think we are very much going to have to kind of have that same, you know, play style and kind of, you know, the mindset that we went into that game with absolutely has to come to this. But everybody probably at the beginning of the season thought this was AFC championship. We're getting it in the divisional round. So both the Cincinnati Bengals and the Tennessee Titans have escaped having to go through both Buffalo and Kansas city, you know, to try to get to a super bowl. Now these two foes who should have probably been in the championship again, showing that they are two of the best teams are going to square off in Kansas city again, week five, it were without Chris Jones on defense. uh, He's, he's a difference maker. So you have to think about that. Um, Their defense has performed a lot better down the stretch and have looked completely different than that. But offensively, What we did in that game is we came out and we struck, we struck quick, you know, we got on top of them in the first half, we were out in front of them. And again, we did that against new England this last week. And I think that is our driver, right? If you can come out and we tend to score on that first drive a lot this season, I think that's, that's kind of been underlooked on how productive we really are on that first drive and how big that is. If we can go into Kansas city and you come down and you score on them immediately, that sets a tone. And that's what we have to do again. We did that week five. We did that against New England last week. We've been doing that realistically the last four weeks as we've been kind of five weeks now that we've been on this winning streak and nice little trend. So, uh, you know, I think that much like how Jordan Poyer put it, that the New England was an end of an era. I think this week again has to have that same feeling. This we should be ending Kansas City's run as they're the best in the AFC. With a victory this weekend. Now, offensively, it, I mean, this isn't this isn't rocket science anymore at this point. It's it's win and go home. It's execution. We talked about it all leading up to last week. Execute, execute. Josh Allen was miraculous. You know, four misses uh, in the entire game. Run, ran the bell v- very well. Um, to the point where he wasn't really taking hits, and he was, you know, have you could tell he was having fun dominating in in really enjoying that performance. And Singletary, again, great performance. I mean, he's he's stacking consistency week after week after week now. Again, and you kind of thought maybe in that game later on that you would see Moss kind of transition as, you know, maybe Singletary to lighten the load on him. No, it's been give Singletary the ball. He's in the game. Let's go keep the motor running. And again, this week, we're going to have to do that. This, this Chiefs front can be a little tough against the run, but again, this is a team that I think if you just get them on their heels and you're you're two-dimensional, you can be very effective against them. So that's huge. Dawson Knox, I mean, we talked about it leading up to it, that I thought Gabe Davis and Dawson, Dawson Knox would have big games because of how effective Diggs is. Um, Diggs got his, and he was exactly that. He was effective. He took away you know, a lot of presence in them paying attention to where he was. And that opened up everybody else to make the plays and they all did it. So this blueprint for this weekend is not really any different. It's consistent. If you get to a third down, you convert, you know, Josh has to be calm, cool, and confident and utilize everything again. You you saw the the outlet passes. You saw him just taking what he could get. You saw him run just for a few five, five six yards and slide. You know, like it's going to be a lot of that stuff. If this defense gets past you, take what they give you. Now, the entire key and what I feel like has been the secret sauce to the success is the offensive line. These guys have been performing so good down the stretch. I mean, once Bates kind of got put in in that left side. Um, not that I didn't like Ike in there because I thought he was performing well. But once Bates got into that left side and we solidified this line, they've now this will be going four weeks now where they've been together and they've looked good. Josh has looked barely under pressure. You know, he's untouched often. And now you can. In the beginning of the season, I think we all knew that when the running back touched the ball, a lot of the time they're getting hit two yards in the backfield or running into the O line two yards in the backfield. Now. More often than not, you're seeing the guys finishing down the field. That's a productive run game. When the big guys, when you see Mitch Morris out coming around the corner in front of Josh and he's 10, 12 yards down the field, even 6, 8, 10, 12 yards down the field, that is a productive run game. And you're seeing that. You're seeing Spencer Brown downfield. You're seeing Mitch downfield. You're seeing Dawkins downfield. You're seeing all the guys, which means we're pushing. And I think that is what this is going to be all about again. These are two highly skilled teams offensively. We should still be able to put up points, but it all boils down to the consistency of the offensive line. And this is who's going to push who. It's the same thing that we had last week against New England. We have to be willing to come out and dominate them and do it. And and that's what's going to happen. We're going to be in their building. They're going to be the hype. They're going to be the the champs. You know, They're the guys that we have to beat. So we go in there and we push. But it, to me, if this offensive line performs even close to the level they've been at, We should be victorious again in this. They've been so good, even against a good Chiefs front and it'll be a more of a challenge trying to corral Jones, but new England's got good players too. We've, we've faced good defensive pass rushes a little bit here towards the end of this. So we've had good guys go against us, you know, so it's, they've, they've been productive against good players. So I'm excited to see them push this team around because I do think that that's what's going to happen on the old line. Now, Again, this isn't. I mean, defensively, we've played this team enough. Now we know who their playmakers are. You keep Hill. You know, it looks like the injury report so far uh, for the week. This is Thursday, obviously, and so they've got some guys on the list. You know, Williams is. It did not practice today. Clyde edwards hilaire looks like he's full practice. Hill's full practice. So we're going to get their. We're going to get their best offensive weapons this weekend. And they've been uh, kind of since Hill's been banged up and things of that nature, they've had some other guys like Hardman step up and a couple other players. So we know about this team. We know their speed. We know what they're going to try to do. We know what Mahomes is capable of. So how do you stop Mahomes? We've seen it in the past. You got to get after him. Our defensive line has been nothing but stellar down the stretch. So I anticipate as long as we can hold the edges and we don't let him escape outside, Right, because he he will escape and he'll make the same kind of throws that Josh can make. Um, you know, so you you got to keep him in that pocket and you got to keep him thinking and moving quick. I mean, this guy gets the ball out of his hands super quick, so it's hard to get to him, and that's how they like to operate. You shut down their run and you make it a little more dimensional, one dimensional. It's a little more productive. We've seen him struggle against this defense a little bit in the past. So for me, it's very much the same. Out of this defensive line, you keep Mahomes in that pocket. We cannot allow allow them to establish any kind of run game. I mean, it's just that's how we've been very productive. And for me, not only has it been that everybody's been kind of improved. Uh, I think the scheme is improved. You see a little more stunts and twists kind of happening, and guys moving around on the line a little more. And I think that's disrupted things. And the back end's been performing phenomenal. I mean, Poyer and Hyde are all pro. You know, and Dane Jackson and Levi Wallace have really stepped up without Trey White around, and really solidified their roles in this defense. And Teron Johnson in the middle with Milano and Edmonds—they've all just right now. It just feels real, real good. No big plays. We know they like to go over the top, right? I mean, that's it's that's another piece to the puzzle. You don't let them get over the top of you. But the main key with this team because they're going to get theirs. They're going to be productive on some yards and they're going to have a couple runs. They're going to do their thing a little bit here and there. I mean, they're one of the best teams in the league. So yes, you love to know that you could just shut them down and that'd be incredible if you could, but you also have to be kind of a realist that they're capable of putting up points as well. So, but for me, you, you stop speed and high powered offenses with execution of your scheme just be where you're supposed to be your effort, which we've seen tons and tons of effort. I don't think that's going to be an issue and you tackle because yes, these guys are fast and they're fidgety, but they're also, that means they're a little smaller and things of that nature. So you have to make sure you are tackling. In the past few weeks, the defense has looked very good. When we're filling holes, stopping runs, it's because we're tackling. We're We're not allowing the broken tackle for one, two extra yards. That's the vital, crucial point against this team. You cannot let them break tackles and get four or five extra yards or 20 extra yards because they have the speed and capability of that. That's how they dominate teams. That's how they kill teams. It's broken tackles. So this defense has to wrap them up. I don't care if they gain 12 yards. That's all they get is 12 yards. Right, it, it can't be bigger than that. If they if they complete a twenty yard pass, it better stop at twenty yards. If they come out and they run the ball, it's got to be a clean two three stop. Bam, we have to be a tackling machine against the speed and efficiencies efficiency that they can produce. If we do that, we'll get a similar result to what we did in week five. I mean, we held them to twenty points. Uh, that's incredible, right? What do I think that that will happen this weekend? Probably not, but. It very well could. So this defense has done it. Uh, The AFC championship, you know, was a letdown a little bit. So, you know, the taste is in their mouth as well. And they want to shut this team down to just the same as they want to shut down New England. So defensively tackle, no big plays, no dumb plays as well. The team has been very, very good about not getting the big personal fouls. You know, none of the taunting crap we haven't, we're not giving up cheap yards. That stuff all has to be maintained this weekend, or we could be in big trouble. You don't give this team free yards. We'll take free yards. We'd be the team that is performing well and getting them flustered and have them give us the free yards. That's what we need to do. Special teams. I would, every week for me, this is just beef efficient, right? That's all I ever asked for of the special teams. Again, we're best when we don't punt. Now that's been proven for three, four games now that when we can just keep the punter on the sideline, it's usually a good thing for us. So I'd like more of the same. Um, I would take uh, you know a little a, a nice return this weekend, uh, you know, especially something early, uh, something that could kind of take the wind out of their sails immediately would be great. Uh, Hyde was back there last week. You you might see more of the same um, on the punts as far as just we want to be safe, we want to be comfortable. Let's just give the ball to Josh. We'll let the offense do the running from here. And uh, Hyde was real good with it last week and I would trust him with it again. Uh, McKenzie on the return. He's probably the guy, right? He's probably the guy that's going to make that difference, but Hyde almost had that one last week for a little trip up. So those guys are good. No punting, please. We might have to, if we do keep it clean, keep it upright. No blocks, nothing crazy like that. Bass, you know, just be, the guy, I mean, you, you're going up against a very good kicker in, in Kansas City, you know. so we know that they can make the kicks. So we just have to be able to match that. If that's the way that this game plays out. If this game were to come down to a, a kick, I would be fine. As long as Bass is, he's, he's looked a little, a little here and there. Dinging some things. He's been hitting the post. He's missed a couple, but when it comes down to it, I'm still going to side with the fact that he's going to knock it in and he's going to make it happen, even if it's a deep one. So special teams, just don't be the cause for something negative. Again, it's pretty straightforward. Now, we have to put a total on this because that's what we do, you know, each and every week. And I've been thinking about this a little bit, and I know that they can, they can put up points. And the week five score was 38 to 20. Um. They put up a lot of points last week. We put up a lot of points last week. We're the number 1 defense. This this has like a 34-31 feel to it like or something like that should take place like the offenses might just get theirs. Um but I'm I'm not going to go that route I don't think. I I I feel like after watching the performance last week, after the way that we've kind of been playing the Chiefs, you know, they had a great game, you know, last week, but they weren't like really like performing at a super high level as they were coming in offensively. So I think there's still room there for them to struggle against a a good defense. I mean, they went up against Ben Roethlisberger who could produce nothing offensively last week. And that's not going to be the case this week. And they didn't perform that well on offense until later in that game. So I think there's definitely room for this to be more of like a 34 to 24 Buffalo bills victory. Uh, I I definitely, I think we're going to win by more than a touchdown. I just, it feels like there's something right now where the wave is just, it's just going in the team. You know, you talk about it each and every season, you hear coaches and everybody talk about it. Um, It's who can come into the playoffs and just be kind of like riding that momentum and just playing really good football. And, you know, that's what's happening. Even for the bills, like when the punting situation was crap. Um, we re- we rallied around that. You know, like it's just been, it's been a constant flow of positive actions, finishing drives, touchdowns, very few turnovers, getting turnovers, getting sacks. I think that we've, we found the rhythm now and we are going to go in there and we are going to beat them by more than a touchdown as about a, th- oh, we're, we're around what a, th- a field goal underdog minus two and a half, something like that. But, This, I think, is the week. And um, I was very nervous last week because, you know, you almost have that New England's had so much success, but we've had some success against the Chiefs. I mean, and we've got highly motivated guys that are going to be walking into a building where they had their dreams shattered last year. I don't think they have any intentions of having them shattered again this year. So 34 24 Buffalo, and hopefully. The Cincinnati Bengals will also pull off a victory against Tennessee and we'll be hosting an AFC championship, which would be incredible. But either way, no matter what happens, make sure you enjoy it. Make sure you're having fun with it because it's going to be a good game. We're going to put up points. Josh is going to make incredible plays. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch. And it's going to be in prime time on Sunday night to finish out the divisional round. So everybody and their brother's eyes are going to be glued on this game. So enjoy it. Have fun mafia. Make sure you guys are heading over to Buffalo lowdown.com That's Buffalo w down.com for all things bills. Make sure you're heading over to the Buffalo for all things nerd. And like I mentioned off the top, make sure you guys uh, go check out imagine for youth. .org. If you've not checked out Micah Hyde's foundation of his and his wife's already, make sure you head over there and check that out. And of course, make sure you have fun and go bills. You just listen to the Buffalo Nerd Sports Podcast. Make sure you leave a review and subscribe. So you never miss another episode. We'll see you next time. Leg out! Sure, we have 30 seconds to tell you that drivers who switch to Progressive could save big. But then what? Well, there is a nice piece of stock music playing behind me that a talented composer worked really hard on. So let's enjoy it. Wow, almost overshadows the saving big when you switch to Progressive part. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates.